Napa know-how. Why should you get a five-quart jug of Napa conventional oil plus a Pro Select oil filter for $15.99? Because the dog days of summer are just as hard on your engine as they are on you. So get your five-quart jug of Napa conventional oil plus a Pro Select oil filter for just $15.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General state's pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.19. Hey, patrons, it's X, and I'm here with Felicia and Kyle. Kyle will be back in a second for those watching on video. He he is here in spirit. Uh, this is us welcoming you to the Secret Patron Show. Uh, this is the special patron-only episode that is only for those who have supported the show on a per-episode basis. It remains a episode that only you guys get to listen to for six months which i as we're doing current events and everything that's an that's a fucking eternity <laughs> a lot of things but Good we news. also do we also Your... do stuff like movie reviews and everything like we just recently got done doing uh saturday's warrior which you should go check it out i'm still working on the video version of that uh it'll be up by the time normal people are hearing this uh but we're since you guys are such awesome patrons we have to do the ten commandments which I didn't realize, yo, that's that's a three hour and four that's a three hour and forty minute movie. I might we might have to cheat and not do the old Charlton Heston one. <laughs> or might just have to cobble notes and put them together because I don't think anybody wants to listen to three hours and forty minutes of us going over Ten Commandments. I I honestly don't imagine anybody could possibly sit through that much. If we broke it up into parts, maybe that would work, but still that's two fucking hours each time. Oh, god damn it. I don't know. Anyway, Felicia, what were you going to say? I was going to tell them that their genitals are delightful. That's, oh, yes. Um, but then but then you said three hours? Three, three hours and 40 minutes. The Cecil B. DeMille cut of the Ten Commandments from like 56 is 220 fucking minutes long. Oh, good fuck. Yeah, that is too much movie. That is way too much movie. Like, that would have to be us all congregating somewhere and having a party. We would have to you know like that, you know that they killed like twenty horses making that film, right? I'm not, I'm not even stuff talking we'd have anything. to put into the fucking notes because it's ridiculous. Anyway, no, I'm not, um, like, they killed a lot of horses, and that's not acceptable. I'm not, I'm not making any justification no. for that. Like, nope. I just they love how killed. I. I love the whole story of Exodus because it's like, you know, this is not true. <laughs> like, this is one of the major fucking books of your guys' Bible, but the Egyptians didn't have slaves that Mm-mm. built pyramids. They that that's not what happened. We no no no, they were paid. They were actually paid. They were actually paid very actually well, a, and it was a and they got a distinction of privilege. Yeah, yeah, they actually got the same medical treatment as the pharaohs because. Uh, the pharaohs understood that if you Treated take care of your people, people they <laughs> do the thing. How about that? And they mm. they, they worked they, they likely worked regular hours and uh, they got time with their families and off time and, and yeah that's, <laughs> uh, they, it turns out that our modern work days and stuff um, the uh, 8 hour work day and the the strictness on like uh the the weirdness on taking sick time and stuff is actually from the industrial revolution but mm-hmm. the amount of time that is normally expected for work life balance actually comes from a lot of human history it turns out um because 
human beings need time off like yeah, regularly so yeah. I, no, I, it actually works weird. Our, I know. our topic that we're going to talk about and we're going to make it somewhat brief we're not going to be here for 30 goddamn minutes because we all got to get to bed it's it's been a long night of recording as i'm looking Do at we? the counter we're at like three hours and 20 minutes so that's plenty for people out there uh my wife sent me a link earlier this week i i haven't asked her what her intentions are on this but We've been talking a lot because of a show called Billions on Showtime about uh, non-gender binary type folk out there. Mm-hmm. She has a hard time understanding the they, them pronouns and why don't we just call them it? I'm like, no, that's making them an, uh, that's making no, no, them no, no, a, an that's... object, not a person, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. that removes so, the humanity. Yeah. And, and language is so important for this. It actually is. Um the the language we use actually informs the way our brain programs information. Um, uh, so much about what our thinking and our understanding comes from background processing. Um, I, I, it sounds like a computer, but turns out we're kind of like biological robots. No, no. I, who, who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. So and so the background pos- processing in our brain um, makes assumptions and calculates for likely scenarios for us without our consciously thinking of it and therefore removing the humanity from a person actually allows you your brain to start thinking of them as less of a person so we don't ever no, no, ever no, no. refer so to a person I, as an i'm super happy that we're having this discussion because this is stuff is germane to me doing the podcast me doing all of the social activism that i like to do online and all, a lot of the stuff that I write about, I mean, fuck, we, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to virtue signal or anything like that. So I'm not going to go down that road. But the thing is, like, I'm glad that she's taking an interest in this stuff. And she sent me a link to a article that was written by the Illinois Family Institute, which anytime something blank mm-hmm. institute happens, I'm like, okay, this is obviously a Christian think tank of whatever place this is. And so it says, and especially when their byline for these people say promoting marriage, family, life, and liberty, like that mm. automatically says Christian, 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 super fucking Christian group out there. Yeah. This was written by Micah Clark, and the article is called Pediatricians Call It What It Is Child Abuse. Oh, yeah, oh no. No. Okay. Yeah. And so the American College of Pediatricians, which I don't, I haven't checked out Actually, their credentials. I don't think they I are. Have. I have checked out their credentials. Yeah. Several times. In fact, um, they chose that name because these were a group of people that were ousted from the American Association of Pediatrics, uh, the official uh, one, and they started their own. Yeah. And they are a conservative Christian think tank that rejects scientific information that, uh, contradict their preconceived con- uh idea I- ideological uh, ideological ideological conceptions okay uh, so they so all you people they, need to know is that the splc refers to them as a hate group so yes. <laughs> yep that should yeah. pretty much tell you all there is but the thing is is like the right has gotten so good at couching things with sp- special words and code signals and dog whistling that we have out there so you see the american college of pediatricians and you're like Oh well, that must be a bunch of pediatricians that you know are in America and they're collegial. Yeah, I don't know. 
So William they were- <laughs> actually sent me a link from them. William actually sent me a link from them, and it, I, I don't remember what it was, so it's, it's irrelevant. But he's like, look at this. And I looked at it, and I went, I am skeptical of this group specifically. And then I ended up Looking reminding up. myself yeah. of them. And I said to him, like, ah, yeah, no. And he went, oh, yep, no. <laughs> see, and for a, for a lot of people, that's where this stops. You know, they, they see American College of Pediatricians are like, oh, the normal group. And they go on and read the article and they're like, huh, how about that? That's amazing. That's interesting. I never knew that. And they'll believe it is truth because it's a fake news. Kind of, it's running into the whole, you know, this is not a real accredited group out there. The, this is a fucking hate group. Yeah. So, yep. but anyway, they released an in-depth report recently stating that the move to indoctrinate children. And if anybody that is a medical professional they would not use move to indoctrinate children with an idea that they can pick no. their gender yeah. amounts to child abuse so Mm-mm. these people yeah. are saying that it's child abuse even though they have no they're not referring to the dsm they're not doing any of this work and so what i wanted to get Actually, to just a, they want to get to I the mean, few of the bullet points when we get into it here okay i just want to point out though um there is absolutely nothing wrong. Like, let's say you have a child that is going through a phase and mm-hmm. you have a you have a boy who wants to be perceived as a girl and then later wants to be perceived as a boy. Um, both of those are fine. Like, that's fine. Like, yeah. Yep. OK. Mm-hmm. Like, roll with it. Uh, the that's what parenting general... is. It's rolling. Yeah, with it. yeah exactly. <laughs> in general parenting, you just kind of go, okay, all right, and you just let them do their thing, and maybe, th- maybe it is a face. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> and uh, you just kind of let them figure it out, uh, and that's perfectly acceptable in most parenting uh, academic studies. Yeah. Yeah, most academically, uh, there's nothing wrong with just going, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. As long as it's not anything that's going to hurt them. Like, you're not going, like, they're they're going, I'm going to cut my wrist. You don't accept that. But, like, like, if they're like, I want to dress like a girl, you're like, okay. And then maybe it is a phase. And that's fine. It's Mm -hmm. fine. Uh, Yo, it's about to start getting hot as Fuck here in Utah, and I'm about ready to buy some sundresses. I'm telling you what right now. <laughs> oh, sundresses are the best. Or a lava lava. I'm telling you. Just go shirtless everywhere. <laughs> yes! Fucking do it! Lava lavas are the... Like, I would go shirtless if I didn't... If you didn't catch the ire. <laughs> like, you two guys could literally go out shirtless, and it would be fine. Yeah. And me, like... And, and I have particularly large breasts, so it's like, oh, she's super noticeable. She's female. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kyle and I both have noticeably large breasts as well, so we're with you there, Felicia. <laughs> it would be, it would be, it'd be questionable. There would, there would be questions. All right, so they have bullet points, and we're just going to knock a couple of these out because the it is so wrong thinking in the way that they put these out to people, but. Like we said, there's a lot of people that'll see an article like this and they'll just believe it whole cloth. They'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I didn't know that. So, number one here, we have human sexuality. Sexuality, not sex, not, you know, yeah, is, sexuality. An, is an objective biological binary trait. No. No. No, no. Hum- not at all. No. First of all, objectively, 
objectively, it's yeah. not binary. Objectively, it's on a spectrum. Like there are a lot of studies on this. Sexuality, a lot. yes. Sex is a definitive XXXY, but you also have weird outliers. You have They're Superman. Sick. You have you have mm-hmm. like YYs, and you have like you have what like double XYs They're, and stuff like that. You have amazing. Yeah. Common. There's six common. There are more sexes. There's six common human sexes that does not translate to sexuality. No, it's just gender. I mean, fuck, not gender. Sorry. It is just basic, you know, genetic, you know, what chromosomes we're talking about here. Yes, they they are chromosomally based. But uh, sexuality is determined by birth. At birth, uh, it can be affected by in utero hormones, but yeah, maybe, there's a lot of people that maybe. say that like if you have a whole bunch of boys, usually the last one that comes out is is more is more affected by the the female uh, hormones and birth and stuff. Like, who knows if it's true or not? Yeah. I'm just saying that 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 there are studies that are out there about this kind of thing. But this there, this there this are, first line they're, they're, wrong. They're not, they're not definitive. They're not, but but by the time an individual is born, their sexuality is determined. We do know that much. That mm-hmm. you cannot fix it. It's there. Once but if I if I had a, a person, if I had a way of highlighting the screen, sexuality binary wrong, just immediately wrong. It's just not. It's just <laughs> not. What we know about sexuality through a lot of studies, mostly on males, unfortunately, not enough on females. Um, is although the studies we do have on females is that they don't operate binarily, um, a, but no, yeah, no. Right. But so uh, the, most of them are like, no, they're not binary. Sexuality mm-hmm. doesn't function on a on off schedule; it functions on a spectrum mm-hmm. because of a very genetics. Holy shit, it's amazing. So the the next one I want to bring up is one that I want to get your guys' take on because I, I just want to see what your guys' reaction is to it. No one is born with a gender. Uh, and this is this is them making this report. Okay. And so it it's it's oddly contradictory to what they were saying just a second ago. No one is born with a gender. Everyone is born with a biological sex. Okay, so far I'm in uh, agreement. Yeah, so so far, yeah. so far, so good. Gender okay. is a psychological concept. Accurate. Yeah, I, I okay. would I uh-huh. would go beyond just psychological because it's cultural. It's cultural mostly. Cultural. So yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's psychological. I mean, it is psychological after the cultural is, culture is affected, but it's yeah. it's largely a cultural and effect. not yeah. not an objective biological one. It's a physical concept, not an objective biological one. So they've right. already, yeah. they completely just made their first point completely moot by saying this one because I actually agree with this one. Like, if I, I don't understand if they're trying to make it a puff piece or a shit on piece, but you know, if the ACP is actually saying this about what is in their report, saying that no one is born with a gender, I agree with them. You know, gender is foisted upon people. You could be as mannish or as as femish as you want. Depending on what fucking mood you're in, on what day it is, God yeah. damn it! All right, here's the next one: a person thinking he or she is something that they are not, at best, is a sign of confusion. At best. I don't understand what that means. That means absolutely I, fucking nothing to me. Yeah, that, that that doesn't 
mean anything. Um, but it has that operative word in there. Delusion? A, a or person, are we talking... They're talking gender, obviously. But they're saying a person thinking he or she is something they are not. Look, mm-hmm. transgender people aren't thinking they're ma- like male or thinking they're female. They are female or they are male or are they are and, non-binary you're not going to be able we to... actually we actually have the brain chemistry and the physiology to back those statements yeah up. like uh they, they, yes they may not manifest visually male or female but that's that's irrelevant because their brain chemistry and their physiology may it, uh in most transgender they do transgender individuals they do m- manifest physiologically the other and yeah. and yes we do have cultural standards for male versus female and and we don't fully understand what that means when it comes to transgender and that's fine cuz fuck it they got their lives to live seriously fuck yeah. it there's and like, I'm I'm jumping ahead. I'm going to jump ahead here <laughs> real quick and talk about this one because it's important. Those who use cross-sex hormones, which automatically are off to you're off to a bad fucking start right here, yeah. or undergo <laughs> sex surgeries. I want to have a sex surgery. Like, oh yeah. I wanna, never mind. I'm not gonna, <laughs> nope. No, I don't. I, I it just reminds I, me of a Guar song. Sorry, I just love Guar. Uh, even in the most LGBTQ affirming countries still have suicide rates higher, 20 times higher than the general public. All right. I picked up on that. Yeah. Um, show me those countries on the map, please. What do you mean? Please define LGBTQIA affirming countries. Please define what that means culturally. and legally please define that because that is a very complex thing what do you fucking mean even even in those countries what the shit fuck do you mean because uh last i checked uh christianity has dominated uh the culture in so many fucking ways but the and sorry the 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 reason i i wanted to bring this one up is because they're talking about suicide rates 20 times higher than general public you're going to have that no matter what country they're in, what, wherever they are, because there are mean people everywhere. They can't mm-hmm. let people exist. They can't let them be. And, and that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, define what they mean, affirmative countries, because there have been, there have been historically cultures that accept and Native American uh, culture. Uh, Iceland. Man, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. There are a lot of cultures that accept transgenderism. Yeah. Uh, it's fine, uh, but those cultures are not currently dominant in any, any. <laughs> country that I've heard of. Yeah, and if you can find those countries, I would be fucking shocked because right now Christianity has a dominant culture on the Western cultures and other cultures that have also not been particularly trans friendly. I've also dominated other country, other cultures, and so what countries are you talking about that are LGBTQIA affirming? Affirming? What the shit fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Please define that for me. 
And the last one I'm going to hit on only because it's a wall of insanity. And before we call it quits here, uh, endorsing gender discordance, gender discordance. No, that's not what that's not a term that that's not something. Not they use. So it's I'm just going to keep I'm just going to keep steamrolling through it as normal via public education and legal policies will confuse children and parents. No, <laughs> no, they, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 it's really actually pretty pretty simple pretty cut and dry um, you know if, if yeah I, if you got a little boy uh if you got a little boy that wants to wear dresses all right that doesn't make if him he trans. Tells you, <laughs> no no it does not if if he wants to be referred to as a female maybe it doesn't maybe he does maybe he is trans maybe yeah. he's just going through a thing doesn't matter fucking yeah all, all right. right so this will lead to more because children I'm sorry. I, just, I want to no, you're fine. You got you're other fine. fight. Yeah, other fight. Parents. Uh, I have a, a a recent window in the last couple of years into parenting, and you got to get them in the bathtub, whether or not they're calling <laughs> themselves. A, you 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 have got to get them to eat their dinner, whether or not they're calling themselves a girl. Yeah, you got this fight, and uh, if they want to be called a she, you still got to get them to eat you're and like- bathe. All right, well, Queen shit a fuck mountain. Let's go and get in the bath then. <laughs> exactly. Bye. You're a girl. Let's get in the tub. Fuck it. Like, so ah! they want to talk about how this will confuse children and parents, leading more children to present to gender clinics, which is not a thing. It's not no, a thing. It's not. Where they will be given puberty blocking drugs. Okay, if your child pre puberty thinks, oh, not thinks, is transgender. That's about the best present you can give them is for them to have their puberty fucking blocked until they can figure out what gender. Th- I mean, not figure out. God damn it. It's hard sometimes to, to work around these words. <laughs> so if you have a transgender kid, either trans male to female, female to male, and they have they are pu- pre-puberty and they are certain that they, they are trans. You know, and that's even a fucking that's a problematic term right there. Mm-hmm. Blocking their puberty is about the nicest thing you can do because if you have a I, if I, you have a male to female once the once the testosterone starts happening it's your jaw your jaw starts getting more angular more full you have muscles to start building in you have facial hair that you're never going to fucking get rid of you know <laughs> unless you have to go through painful electrolysis and everything and i've met so many trans people that are like, that was the worst part. That was honestly the worst goddamn part was the electrolysis getting the hairs off the face. And that's one I've, of the quickest things to laser hair removal. One of the Mm-mm. quickest things that, that triggers fucking dysphoria in a lot of people is you, they look in the mirror and they're like, Oh, well look at, look at that five o'clock shadow. Great. <laughs> um, but I, okay. Of the drug that, yeah. uh, there, there is a thing where there are, uh, <laughs> gender children who don't present as one yeah like uh there's a lot of there's a lot of males that present as female um because we're all female in utero uh until a certain point but there's a lot of males that present as female when born and then they start like their testicles literally show up and then they're there's there's a problem historically where they start putting them on drugs to try and get their puberty to develop them as females and it mm. doesn't work. And they, they, those, those treatments have been largely stopped. But even those weren't 
puberty whole thing. Yeah, runs. see, and that's that. That's where, probably where I was misspeaking a bit here. Puberty to the facilitating. right, facilitating the, the yeah, gender to were, the one they most identify as. You know? And guess what? Um, it turns out that that can get really complex, mm-hmm. and even in transgender kids, like kids who identify as transgender, yeah. um, they uh, puberty halting doesn't exist because puberty is a force of nature sorry haha <laughs> sorry teens it is it just <laughs> is so it just the last yeah. sentence and i'm just going to get it out of the way because it, it's like taking a band-aid off this in turn virtually ensures that they will choose in quotes a lifetime of carcinogenic and otherwise toxic cross-sex hormones and likely consider unnecessary surgical mutilation of their healthy body parts as young adults. Okay. I just want to barf when I read something like that. <laughs> it's like you don't mutilation. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get it. Nope. They may be healthy, but they're not they're not the parts that they feel like they should have. It does oh god. We just we know so little about the brain. We know so little about the brain. And we know so little about hormones in the body, in fact. And, oh, and because science has largely not studied females specifically, um, we know very little about female to male transgender. And we know very little about male to female transgender. We know almost nothing about this because science has largely treated female as if they were dogs and going, ah, not worth researching. Let's look at men. I'm not even fucking kidding right now. And and this has caused a huge amount of problems in understanding gender and sex and physiological responses to hormones. Yeah. Uh, we've just ignored half of our population because we're like, eh. And women, they bleed, right? <laughs> the 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 part, the other part that got me really going here is like uh, <laughs> car- lifetime of carcinogenic and otherwise toxic cross sex hormones. Cross sex is not a term. No, <laughs> cross sex hormones again. And they're making up carcinogenic making up. and otherwise toxic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so everything is a fucking carcinogenic. <laughs> Pretty much everything can be considered a carcinogenic. You know, you have a steak that's a little bit cooked a little bit too much. You get carcinogenic. You go on an airplane, you're going to get carcinogens because the air is atomized a certain way with radiation. Anyway, and otherwise toxic. Otherwise. Otherwise toxic. Otherwise. Yeah, you know, I'm sure just like every medication, if you took a whole bunch of one kind of hormone at one time, you're going to have a bad day. You know, you're not going to. You're going to have a really bad it, It's hard enough yeah. balancing the fucking testosterone that bounces around in my fucking head all the time, you know, when it's fighting against the estrogen and all the other fucking androgens that we have in our body. Uh, it's just, it grosses me out. And I, I, I made the mistake of actually scrolling further down and reading the biography of this Micah Clark guy that wrote this article. Oh, God. No, yeah. Why'd you do that? No, I really shouldn't have because graduated from Southwest <laughs> Baptist University in Bolivar, Missouri. Ah. Yep, Bol- there it is. Bolivar. It's named after Trask, isn't it? That's where the the guy that created the Sentinels. 
Uh, and he got a bachelor's in political <sighs> science and interned as a blah, 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 blah. And he served with all three blah, blah, pro-family organizations. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck this guy in particular. Him and his dumb little mole and mustache he's got going on because this is a bad article. This is bad. I got a, I got another thing. Pro-family. Um, Actually, historically, human families have not manifested in the nuclear family that is the <laughs> modern concept. I'm very much anti-family. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a concept <laughs> of the 50s. Yeah, it really is, actually. Modern families are relatively new and failing, largely. Uh, that's because mm-hmm. humans don't exist in a singular ideology. Uh, humans exist in communities that work together and function as individual parts. And when we encourage the individual, it turns out that communities function better. Uh, the problem is that uh, this whole family promotion, what, what we all know is what they're meaning is their concept of a family. Uh, that's bullshit. It doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't fucking work. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And it's actually not historically relevant at all. Blended families, mixed families, homosexuality, uh, transgender have fit into many cultures in many different ways. And most of the time when we don't fucking worry about it, it works out just fine. So what I'm getting from all of this discussion that we're having here in the 30 minutes, even though I said we weren't going to spend 30 minutes talking about this, (laughs) is that I'm seriously going to have to have a discussion with my wife and say, what are you trying to show me with this article? Because I don't know where you got what ass you pulled it from because I never mind. I'm not going to go down that road, but, uh, be kind. I know. Be kind. No, 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 no. I was going to make a joke about, you know, what ass you pulled that from because I happen to know yours quite, quite well. And I don't think it, it it's toxic enough to pull this uh-huh. out of there because I'm thinking mainly she probably wanted me to have something to discuss on the show. I don't know. I'm going to find out, but I'll let you know, but this was a terrible article and, our trans friends and the trans people in this in the United States deserve a lot fucking better than this type of bullshit that exists out there. Absolutely, yeah. I can put I can put on my big boy atheist pants and just walk past all this stuff. That but is, you're ashamed. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, this is yeah, yeah. This isn't this isn't one. This isn't something that we should just. Just walk past it all. Oh no! And oh, no, I'm saying, like, if it, if an article came out where it's like anti-atheist, be like, eh, well, no big fucking deal. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But but that's our yeah. our that's... pivot. Our pivot on this show has been, you know, yes, we care about atheism, but it's not a thing that's germane to every fucking fiber of our being. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Like no, I was no, saying, we, it, we, it, it is. We, it is. I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to I'm allowed to exist as an atheist. People don't like it, but they're not going to be able to look at me from across the room and be like, I bet that guy's a fucking atheist, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, our trans friends and gay <laughs> friends and lesbian friends and all of our people of, of all over of all the different rainbows that we have out there, people make judgment calls, snap calls on them from across the room. People of color, people of you know, everybody that's a marginalized person, they look at them from across the room, they're mm-hmm. like the goddamn whatever you know i even if I'm they're wrong white, even if they're wrong and i get a know. lot of privilege from being white i really do uh yeah. but uh i am also female and i don't get to live a day where i don't get to remember how female i am and that 
understanding that and understanding how being female is is so relevant in society i can extend that to even more people and go oh they don't get a day where they get to exist not being of color of trans of of all of disability of all the different like you said rainbow of people yeah and uh you know, it's true. Yeah, we we don't. You know, this isn't this isn't this, is, this particular topic does not pertain to us. No, um, all of us are cis. We identify with the sex we were born as. Uh, it's real easy for me to identify as female. Seriously, that. Yep, I am. <laughs> I don't know any other way. Um, but I had a really illuminating conversation with M- Marissa, uh, Riz, who mm-hmm. was on our show. Uh, a while back and she and I had a conversation where it it was it, we've all had a moment I think of discovery of where you just understood in a moment what you needed to do mm-hmm. and this this kind of toxic disgusting thing causes so so much harm and and violence violence against human fucking beings who are just you know doing what they do they're just trying to take care of themselves trying yep. yeah trying to exist like i mean imagine uh i i took a couple weeks off because i i've been going through a thing and imagine if i was going through a thing because i lost somebody close to me and so i was emotionally and pers- i was attacked as a human being I was told I was not a human being because of losing somebody. That's what it's like being transgender. They, mm-hmm. they, being attacked for literally existing, for literally being who they are. It just it's it's unfathomable yeah. and we have no idea. And, and so no, we don't. But we we can we can sit here and be a voice and say, oh, we accept. But it is also our place as podcasters and of, you know, generally cis, you know, white folk to use our fucking allyship, to use our privilege, to be mm-hmm. able to absolutely bring this shit to light. So I we have a fucking responsibility to do it. You got a friend in us. <laughs> anyway, absolutely. my voice, my voice is fucking and- fried. It's time for us to call it. Quits. <laughs> I'm going to be choking up gravel for like the next two days. <laughs> Anyway, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks, patrons. Thanks for everything that you do. We'll catch you guys again next week with another episode. Anyway, we're going to bed. Talk Ah. to you later. Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity sales event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about the luxury of versatility and the freedom of a summer day coming together for you at the perfect moment. Lease the 2019 NX300 all-wheel drive for $369 a month for 36 months with $29.99 to a signing. Experience amazing at your Washington area Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus Eastern area only and in September 3rd, 2019.